Hello, beautiful soul. So today I want to start with the first um, two houses in order to go over uh, Chiron and the videos that I promised you to further dive deeper into the whole idea of the wounded healer and what does it mean for us, especially for this video, if you have your Chiron on Aries or Taurus. So um, before we get there, though, I want to go over a little more about um, this idea of the wounded healer triad. Um, it was, I think that concept was developed by Carl Jung, um, and it is the, the idea that the wounded healer has three pieces to it. The victim, uh, the person that is suffering, the part of us that is suffering, the other part is the one that is um, afflicting, um, so the afflicted um, and the healer. So Melanie Reinhardt is someone that has done a lot of books on the wounded healer and Chiron. And one of the things that she mentions in some of her books is the idea that um, the, this triad can be seen now. It has been read configured to be looked at as the victim, the persecutor, and the healer. So those three pieces combined make that triad, make up what is the wounded healer and the information that we get from the Sharon on the birth charge is going to give us that information as well. So if you want to learn more about um, Chiron and the Wunder Healer, I definitely recommend Melanie Reinhardt. Um, is some of her books are, I think all of her books are on Amazon. Um, it has tons of information if you really want to dive deeper into what it means um, to understand your wounded healer, where is it sitting, why, you know, like so much information. Anyway, so let's continue. So Chiron help us understand the like the core wounds that penetrate us so deeply within our soul that feel like they will never go away because most of the time it has been happening for multiple lives. So it's something that your soul feels like I'm never going to be done with this. So you may be asking yourself, can I ever get rid of this problem? Why do I struggle with this problem? Why is it so difficult to get over this? And that is because most of the time, is it is something that the soul has been dragging with this, within each soul to the point where we feel like, oh my God, one more time, I have to, let me try this time. So these wounds can be very intense. And for some of us, it can be so intense that we might have feelings of shame um, and, and feelings of um not believing that we have those issues because it's too painful to accept that we have those issues. And, and I'm one of those persons, so I'm not judging anyone. Um, so when you think of the wounds, some of those wounds, you might say initially, nope, no me, thank God it's not me. Because if you really allow yourself to feel that, it can make you feel like you're breaking down so or that you are broken. So just consider that as we go through this conversation, when we talk about um, first house in in Aries and second house in Taurus. So 
let's start with uh, the first house, obviously. Um, it's ruled by Aries. So if you have a lot of Aries in your charge and you also have your Chiron in your charge, you know that you're dealing, even if you don't have a lot of Aries, but you have your Chiron in Aries, you in the first house, you know that you're dealing with a lot of issues of self-worthiness, feeling unworthy, feeling like something is broken. It just feels like that. Like something is broken. The more you tap into that energy, something feels broken. And you may even have, um, and this is something that even Melanie Reinhardt confirms, you even may feel um, that you have a mental issue sometimes. You might even feel and you might know and feel and, and have physical evidence that you have physical health deformities uh, or appearance issues. This happens because it is a distortion of the self, of the way that the soul continues to see itself throughout multiple lifetimes. So, ooh, uh, that was interesting. Um, so... Oh, that was interesting. So the deformities are coming in. I may have some of these too, because I felt that really deeply. Um, the deformities may be coming because a part of your soul is seeing the woundedness, but it's not seeing the part that is becoming this blossom, beautiful flower that is able to help so many people. And I know some people that have the deepest wound and they are doing amazing work because they're opening up or they have opened up to that part that is a healer so they have the beaten sometimes they become that aggressive energy the persecutor and then they're coming into integrating those shadow aspects to become the healer a powerful healer so these wounded um healer in Aries is going to have a lot of issues with self-worth, a lot of challenges in childhood and past life traumas, a lot. But the biggest thing is the unworthiness issues. That If you have unworthiness issues, your the self, the image of yourself. So think about it. Even if you don't have your first house in Sharon, when Sharon is going through Aries, we are going to feel those challenges too. Even if you're how if you're uh, Sharon is in another house, you're still going to feel that energy coming through to test and challenge you to see a new version of yourself. So it's a beautiful passage when we are being pushed to claim who we are, regardless of what Sharon you have. If Sharon is in Aries, you're going to feel whenever he's moving through Aries, you're going to feel that push to fully dive deeper into what is the I am. What is that energy of my divinity, my vision and understanding and feeling of I am source? So while Sharon is transitioning through Aries, through this sign, you're going to have a lot of opportunities to stand on your two feet and see yourself the way you're meant to be seeing yourself if you push through that, if you can get through that and bring a lot of self-awareness. So uh, these people in Aries have a lot of special interest in creative expressions, pursuits, because they are trying to define who are they. So there is a lot of ish, um, challenges with self-freedom and expression. 
And because of that, they also have a lot of issues with authority figures, with power figures, with um, the way that things have been done. So it's a beautiful thing, but it can also be very challenging for these people. So bringing in the questioning, okay, these people are questioning the status quo. These people are dealing with a lot of feelings of injustice. If you're dealing with feelings of injustice, most of the time it's because you have a lot lot of um, wounds, but you also have a lot of visions of what it could be. So when you're dealing with um, these people that have Sharon in Aries, they're going to have a lot of, they're trying to become the alpha and the omega. So they're going to be very highly determined. They're the number one, the alpha, the omega, the the I am. But because if they don't know that they are the I am, they might be competing with themselves to become the I am. They might be confronting others in a way um, that may be out of line sometimes in terms of that, that aggressiveness energy that comes because they feel that feeling of injustice. So Aries, I mean, this is definitely one of the most interesting, um, the most interesting houses to study where Sharon comes down to because it brings a lot of the questions of, who I am when I become the the I am that I am. Who who do I become when I recognize that I am the I am? So it's a beautiful energy. So if these people are not in alignment, they're gonna feel a lot of depression. They're gonna feel lonely. They're gonna feel isolated. They're gonna feel lost and confused. They're gonna feel things that are not gonna make sense to them because there's they're in. They're in disagreement with who they are. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. So there is a lot of hurt. A lot of these people have so much inner child trauma that they carry like a backpack for many, many lifetimes. So when you're thinking about um, the things that you need to heal with, with uh, Sharon in Aries, you want to first you know, just to pump you up, let's look at the positive traits. The positive traits are these people are very ambitious. They have a drive to compete, not only with themselves, but others. They can be very honest, sometimes a little brutally honest, especially if they're not in alignment. Assertive, right? Like very ambitious, assertive drive, very brave, like warrior, like warrior energy, right? Like, ooh, they're just pure of um, fearlessness. So they they feel that like, it's almost like they're not afraid. They're not afraid. They believe that they can conquer anything. And because they are working with that I am energy, they can be very creative and they might not express that if they're not in alignment because they don't know maybe that they have those um, part of themselves that is so creative. And because they might not think that they're good enough to become creative. I can be an actor, I can be a painter, I can be a poet. So if, if they're not in alignment, they're going to have issues with that. So what are the negative traits when we think about Sharon, um, the Aries archetype? Before we get to the Sharon archetype, when you when you think about the Sharon the Aries um, negative traits, you're going to see all the things that we talked about and flip it. So they could be 
oh, they could be aggressive, they could be selfish, they could be um, just too overly ambitious to the point that it becomes a little psychotic. They could be dealing with um, feeling always like they need to to be the focus of attention, like, like, do you see me? Do you see me? Um, they could be a little reckless. They could be compulsive, right? I think we mentioned that before. They could be dealing with feeling like they, no matter what they do, they they don't, they cannot be um, recognized for who they are because they're dealing with the issues of the I am. I am self, I am divine, I am source. So when you think about the things that you need to heal, you need to ask yourself, what are the things that I believe about myself that are not in a positive light, that are not of high vibration? So that you can identify what is it that you still need to work through. And with this um, Sharon in Aries, you might feel like, oh, that's not a big deal because I am so this ambitious, I am this and I am dying, I can do anything. But when you peel back the layers, you might see that there is a lot behind those things of that extreme drive that may make you say, if I if I don't do this, then I become this, therefore I am this. And that I am is going to be the clue about what is it that you need to work through, right? So when you think of... Um, the issues that you need to work when you're dealing with Sharon and Aries, just go through what we discuss. And if any of those things are making sense to you or you're a little curious, continue to do your research because you're going to find a lot of clues about what you need to work through when you have Sharon and Aries, okay? So let's talk about the second house, um, Taurus. Taurus. Okay, Taurus. Um, ooh, well, this is this is where my my Sharon sits on the second house on Taurus. Um, when you think about the the houses, the second house is related to finance, security, safety, the concept of value. These are things that basically we're also dealing with the idea of loss. If I don't have this, I don't feel safe. I don't feel secure. I don't feel like I'm valuable, right? So also the, the things that you don't allow others to see because you don't want them to see, if, if that makes any sense. Like you might be this in front, but inside you're, you're dealing with a million issues that you're nobody else is, okay? So when it comes to the second house, the wounds, Sharon, sitting in the second house, this is about issues with feeling secure, abandonment issues perhaps, feeling of lost, feeling like you don't have safety if you don't have money or this or that, material possessions and so on. So there is a lot of issues here with the energy of power, the energy of what happens if I don't have this to be this valuable or this powerful? So these people are going to have a lot of issues with security, money issues, home, perhaps even spiritual issues, um, especially if they don't have the right guidance, feeling spiritually secure, feeling like even emotional security. So anything that brings security, mental security, emotional security, spiritual security, physical 
money security. Um, those are things that people with the second house in Taurus are going to have, the, the Sharon on Taurus. So these people, the, these people, it's like they mean, like they have, if they don't have the support that they think they need, they're going to feel very unstable about being here now. Like, how can I say this? Like, if they feel like they lost someone or in childhood they were abandoned or they like, for example, I keep telling my story about me being in the hospital as a child, I felt like I was abandoned because I was left in the hospital for months. And even though my family was there every day, they didn't sleep overnight all the time. So when they left, every time I will feel abandoned again. So there was a feeling of value there. Like, am I valuable enough for these people to stay with me or am I causing their pain? Therefore, I don't deserve them. So there is issues with feeling secure, safe, safe, feeling feeling like money, having money in material possessions shows that we have made it, even though we went through all of these issues, right? If that makes any sense, please let me know. So when you are thinking about uh, about sharing on, on Taurus, there is a lot of inner issues with security. So recognizing your true value, regardless of material possession, is so important for these people, including myself. So trusting the universe, trusting source that everything is going to be okay, regardless, is one of the main challenges that we deal with in this lifetime in order for us to get over these wounds, these deep wounds that we bring not only from this life, but from other lives. So recognizing that the universe has your back and your spirit thing is right behind you and trusting that everything is working out for its best interest for you. Um, it is one of the most hardest thing to do because these people also have a lot of issues with control and possessions and they can even be possessive about the people that they love. And there is a lot of jealousy issues here too, because they want to control. We want to control what we think is ours. So yeah, if, I hope I'm not giving, putting myself down in the toilet with this because I'm being very honest about this situation. So anyways, um, when we think about Sharon sitting on Taurus, these people we tend to be super emotional to the point that we feel and suffer deeply behind closed doors. And we can feel and understand others deeply and take in that within us to transmute that. But if we don't know how to do it, we keep it and it becomes something else that we need to work through. So Although we have a lot of compassion for others and we can be very great caretakers for others, there is also, you know, yeah, yeah, we can be selfless and all of that, but there is also a lot of questions of when do I get to do this for myself? When do I give permission to myself to be able to put myself first? So this is probably one of the hardcore lessons that you need to learn. When do you start prioritizing yourself, even when you know others will like your help? but you only have 24 hours and you're saying, you know what, I, today I need to prioritize myself. So yeah, we can be helpful and supportive, but we don't have to make 
us feel valuable only when we are doing something for somebody else. It comes to the point where we have to put ourselves first. So we tend to be, uh, and I'm saying we because my my Sharon sees on Taurus. So we tend to be very good teachers and, and we understand. I mean, remember, when you think about, um, well, anyways, the whole idea is that when you think of Sharon sitting on Taurus, this is a very, 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 very deep connection to the archetype of the wounded healer from what happens with Sharon when he was abandoned. One part of his stories is that he was abandoned and he had to, he, oh, he went through a lot of suffering and eventually he overcame that and became also the healer and a teacher and a great prophet and this and that. So when you think of Sharon sitting on Taurus, this is the archetype, basically a very deep connection to the archetype of the what it means to suffer and understand hardship. So these people, let me put it this way. If you have Ogun's energy, the warrior energy of Ogun, you know that you probably has have a connection to this um, Sharon sitting on Taurus because this is like the Ogun energy here, suffering, um, hardship, and even a lot of manipulation because you know it is what it is. And to overcome that, they need to overcome the idea of. I can only be good if I suffer and express hardship. And this is one of the things that I had to work through and that I'm still working through because I believe in hard work. And if I don't make it, if I make it easy for myself, then I believe that it's not worth it. So overcoming that energy of the Ogun energy, the warrior energy that has to work constantly, right? And that has to suffer. And, you know, Ogun, one of the things is that Ogun came here first. So if you're into the Orishas and all of that, you know Ogun was one of the first ones that came here and opened the roads for humanity to be here and all of that. So when you think of the Ogun energy sitting on Taurus, if you have Ogun with you, you know this is amplified energy that you need to work through because you are the archetype of, oh, I have to suffer and work hard in order to make it. And to do that, sometimes I have to do things that are not in alignment, like become a manipulator and so on in order to get what I want because it's so freaking hard and I deserve this. But because I feel bad that I am cheating by manipulating, now I have to do it again. So you can see how this can be very um, intricate. So the constant struggle between having and not having is like a balancing act for these people on Taurus, sitting on Taurus. So there, there is a lack of security and a sense of security. And it's always like in a constant balance, like balancing that, like the two of um, cups or the two of gold um, coins or air or something like when that energy is balancing that, especially the coin energy, this is a good expression of what it means to be sitting on uh, Sharon sitting on Taurus, right? Because you have to constantly balance that idea of stability and persistency and security and safety and value and power, not having, having, and it gets tiring. So these people tend to be a little crazy, <laughs> if I can say it like that. I'm calling myself crazy. That's what I'm trying to say without being so obvious. So, anyways, when these people when people in Sharon is on Taurus and 
these people, they're so in here to the point that they can drive themselves crazy. So they require a lot of alone time. They prefer a lot of alone time in small intimate groups. They, they don't mind giving a lot of time to their small group of friends, but having too many people that they have to attend to because they feel like they, they have to add value to the relationship. Remember, it's all about value. So if they, they cannot add value to 100 people, but they can add value to 10 people, five people. So these people are going to have small group of friends, intimate friends, and they're going to value those friends. They are going to really honor and value that friendship and be loyal to that friendship. That's the, the positive thing. Now, if it's not what, if they get an idea of that's not really what they're receiving, they're going to retrieve. We're going to retrieve really fast because we can see through, through some of that energy very quickly um, when, when it comes to especially issues, depending on, on your zodiac sign too, on your moon, it's going to show you how you use this sign more. So you have to really dive deep into what are you, the ascending sign? What is the descending sign? What is your moon sign? And all of that, in order for you to understand Sharon and how is it working with those intimate relationships, because it could be different for some people. So, but because we're super emotional though, we also have issues with um, too much compassion that can make us weak in terms of being taken advantage of. So when somebody feels like, you know what, I have been taken advantage of way too many times, I'm not doing that again. That is what I'm saying. Like that could be a clear sign if the person is already learning that lesson that they need to retreat, okay? So what else can I tell you about, about um, sitting on Taurus? I think one of the energy that comes up with, um, sitting the energy of Sharon sitting on Taurus is that these people um they're very good with business they're hard worker like I said they have that Ogun energy they could be very good at communicating and teaching because they have that energy of the teacher archetype they're very warrior-like souls um they have a connection with the heart um that is beautiful because it's like mm, that connection, even when they think it's blocked or when when it feels like something is off, is still so strong that what is um 50% for you to be um to be to have an open heart for someone sitting on Taurus, it could be that 50% could be almost 100 percent Or if you understand what I'm trying to do, like the comparison. So when these people are in love, they are in love, but they are very clear about. Is either yes or no. So if the partner isn't on the same page, they they're quick to back off. Is is you know, or and sometimes it's the opposite because they try and try because they're loyal to that person that they're willing to put up with bullshit. So I'll give you a quick personal example. Um, I have this relationship with this person, and this person was a narcissist, and 
when I realized that this person was a narcissist, it, it took me a few months of, of, you know, I had to learn the lesson. It took me like six months to really, and you will think, how did it take you so long? But when you're in it, you, you don't realize that you're dealing with a narcissist. Until one day I stood out and I was like, whoa, like this is complete narcissism and, and gaslighting and control freak and all of that. But I had to learn the lesson. So I'm very grateful to this person, by the way, but that was my biggest relationship with a narcissist that I felt like, oh, wow, this is what people deal with when they when they have a narcissistic relationship. But some of those people that are sitting on tar, oh, Sharon on Taurus may put up with narcissistic relationship because they become too loyal to that person. Maybe they saw that person, the narcissist sees the person and says, I can take advantage of this person. I can, I can see how I can get in to be able to create this bond and once this bond is created which is what narcissists do then they know that they have someone that is going to be loyal to them so it could be either like they pull or they stay long because they feel that loyalty that sometimes is a little too much so i think my final comment on sitting on tar um sharon sitting on taurus is that these people can also they have a lot of and i'm not saying me in this case because um I want to be um, humble, but these people tend to be very, very good at bringing that energy of majesty. Like you, it, it reminds me of a peacock. Like, ooh, look at me, right? Like this is who I am, and they have that passion that drives them. That other people want to be around them, and they have no idea why. They just like. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, like, I do feel like I always want to be around that person, but sometimes they are not allowed to be around that person. So it even makes them want to be more around that person. So they have that power and authority and that, like, it's just amazing. So when they're not in alignment, though, it can be arrogance coming through. It could be like, do you, do you understand who I am? Which I deal with that sometimes. Um, and it's something that I've been working on healing and I'm, I think I still have a little, bit, a little bit more to go. So when not in alignment, we do tend to be like, do you know who I am? So just me being honest. <laughs> so, <laughs> we do have um, a vision like, whoa. But the problem is that sometimes the vision is so grand that if we grew up in relationships with parents that put us down, and that was not my case, but if you have that issue, then you're going to be one of those people that wanted to be, I don't know, maybe you want, as a child, you wanted to be the president and your parents told you, oh, come on, grow up. You're not going to be a president. So that inner critic, your father or mother saying that is still with you perhaps and telling you, oh, I want to grow this thing and I want to have 30 acres and I want to do this and that and I want to have this humongous building or business or job. And a little part says, mm -mm, that's not happening. That's just a witch. So that inner critic needs to be worked through. So what are some of the things that Taurus, uh, let's talk about the, the trace of the positive trace of Taurus. And my sister. My sister and my brother are Taurus. So they can be um, loyal, beautiful, compassionate. It's just there for you. Like 
patient. They could be very pragmatic. They, they, they're just beautiful souls. But let's go quickly. Um, what are the things that, the negative traits that we might need to look at in order for us to understand a little more about what does it mean sitting on, Sharon sitting on Taurus? They could be a little, yeah, envious of other people sometimes. They could be, like, if you have an issue with them, they're going to hold that grudge for days or months or even years. They can also be a little over um, possessive, a little, like, with the jealousy and the possessive, you know what I mean? Like, they could be very possessive. They need their own space, like, oh, don't touch my space type of thing. And what happens if you do? You're disrespecting me. So that's where the energy of... Do you know who I am? Why are you touching my things, right? They could be a little lazy at times um, in regards to specific things. Uh, they could be too demanding at times. So take a look at all of those things and what it means for you when you think about that energy of Taurus. Um, it's Sharon sitting on Taurus. If, if, if Sharon is sitting on your second house on Taurus and there is any of these things that are resonating you will know that there is something that you need to work on and then bring that self-awareness and go even further what does it make me believe about me what does it make me feel about me what is it that I don't want to like what part of me says no this is not me that part that is saying no this is not me could be the one that is trying to protect you from not feeling um all of those things because again that comes with a lot of shame so I'm going to leave it here and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you.